Welcome to My Business Playbook, where we pull back the curtain on the steps and missteps of successful people. You'll hear a raw and unfiltered play-by-play of what's worked and what hasn't, giving you helpful advice and insights so you can build your dream business. I'm your host, Laura Higgins, and this is My Business Playbook. Well, hello and welcome back to My Business Playbook. Wherever you are, whatever you're doing, I hope that you are well. I hope that you're winning and I hope that you are having fun in your business journey. Now, today's episode is a quick win episode. If you're listening to this, if you're watching this somewhere, I don't know where, but if you're watching it, hey, good to see you. Um, I'm looking at you right in the eyeballs in the camera. I'm so happy that you're here. Now, today's episode is a quick win episode where I'm going to give you some rapid fire advice and something really tangible for you to implement, to make your business work better, to help you to grow your business, to help you to really find more freedom in business and get more clients, make more money, have more fun, all the things. Now, today I want to share a little bit about onboarding. When we run our business, we think about marketing a lot. We think about sales a lot. We think about client delivery a lot, right? Like making sure we do awesome work. But there's this little gap in between the sale and the delivery, and it's called onboarding. I don't know if you've heard of it, but (laughs) if you're like many of the people we work with, they're like, oh yeah, I onboard my clients. And I'm like, what's the process? Like, show it to me. And they're like, oh, I don't know. I just like send them the payment link and then I get them set up and then I kind of just do the work and then, you know, hope everything's good. That is not an onboarding process. So today I wanted to walk you through some of the big mistakes I see people make in their onboarding. And I wanted to give you five strategies that are going to help you to onboard like a boss. Now we did this in the next level club and we, it was really, really cool actually, because not only did we go through, okay, how do we map out your onboarding blueprint? Not only did we do all of that together, but we also um, went deeper into, okay, well, then once we've mapped out, okay, this is kind of how we want the onboarding to go and how we want it to look. What are the core phases of the customer journey here? And so we mapped out that and then we looked at, like we went a layer deeper and we looked at, okay, how can we set expectations really clearly? Because one big issue, and you know, let me know if you relate to this, but for many of the creatives that I work with in the Next Level Club, one of the big issues that they come up against is boundaries and expectations with clients. And so what we did was we did an exercise that really helped them to come up with a cool way that didn't feel like a legal contract kind of thing. It was actually an expectations kind of doc. It's awesome. It's something that we put all of our clients through. So it was really cool because it allowed us to kind of sit with our clients and help them to recognize not only were they not onboarding their clients really well, they weren't setting expectations. And then that was coming back to bite them once they were in the delivery phase of the whole client journey. So We've really got to make sure our onboarding is solid because not only does it help our client to feel really, really good about working with us and investing with us, it also helps future you from coming up against boundary issues, expectations that are misaligned and like weird communication breakdowns. Cool. First off, one more thing I want to let you know, if you click the link 
in the show notes or on the page that you're looking at, you can actually click the link and there's a worksheet to accompany this. I really want to make sure that this isn't just another podcast or video that you watch. I really want to make sure that you implement as you go. So click the link, download the worksheet. You can go along with me and we're going to do it now. Unless you're driving, don't do that. So let's start with the mistakes. There are three big mistakes that I see creatives make all the time when it comes to their onboarding. And I reckon like if you haven't consciously built out your onboarding, you're probably doing these things. Mistake number one is manual mayhem. This is when you are manually sending emails, chasing up invoices, uh, your whole process is in your head. So things easily fall through the cracks. Uh, It feels clunky. It feels like a lot of effort every single time you get a client, right? Uh, It means that you're drowning in admin tasks. Nothing is automated. It also means that you don't have a system for communication, which leads me to my next mistake. So it means that your clients don't actually know how to even like navigate working with you either. So it's not great for you. It's definitely not great for your client. Uh, Mistake number two is the communication conundrum. This is when there are communication breakdowns. And if you've been around here for a while, you would have heard me say the best communicator wins. And that is not just in marketing. Yes, 100% it is in marketing, but it's also in the way you deal with clients, the way that you deliver your awesome work. So communication is key. Messages get lost in the abyss. Emails get lost. Uh, There's not one clear communication channel, which just means things go wrong. And when they go wrong, they go really wrong. So that's kind of mistake number two. And mistake number three, and I reckon you're going to relate to this one, is what I like to call the boundary blues. (laughs) It's easy for us to kind of get swept up in the excitement of, oh my gosh, we've got this new client. How awesome. It's so exciting. And we don't define boundaries and we don't define expectations. And so then what it means is an example might be you might deliver your website uh, for them to review and they might take two months to review. That is a boundary issue. That is a, hey, we haven't clearly like outlined expectations here. Or maybe you're getting texts from your client at 11 p.m. at night. That's also a boundary issue, right? So when we don't clearly define the boundaries, define the scope and really communicate expectations, it means that clients get disappointed um, because they're not really clear on what's going on. It means that you get stressed, you lose sleep, it's not good, right? So boundary blues is such a big one. And if you throw in a little bit of people pleasing in that, it's just like the perfect, perfect kind of cocktail of the worst drink ever, right? So manual mayhem, communication conundrum, and boundary blues. I want to know, and I want to check in, how many of those mistakes are you making right now? Even if you haven't been consciously thinking about it, I'm curious about how many of those onboarding mistakes you are currently kind of stuck in right now, because so many of the people that we work with really find themselves going, I've never thought about this onboarding process. I just think about the delivery. So we really want to make sure that we can streamline and level up this onboarding process. Now, thankfully, I have got five strategies for you. Now, if you've clicked the link and downloaded the worksheet, you can check these strategies out. Uh, this is something that we, a training that we did in the next level club. I'm not going to go through all of it, but Hey, 
if you are a creative service provider and if you want to learn how to run an epic creative business, then you should definitely chat with me. All you need to do is DM me next level and we can chat um, and you can apply to join the next level club because this is just one of the many trainings that we have around delivery for your clients. Uh, one of the trainings we did in this in this kind of series was how to offboard, how to get clients to give you amazing testimonials. Um, we talked about how to communicate, how to build your communication toolkit. Oh, there's so many things just in this one kind of section of the program. It's amazing. Now, let's dive into the five strategies. So strategy number one, you must affirm their decision. Right after someone makes a purchase, they are at their most vulnerable. They're kind of second guessing, have I done the right thing? Have, have I, is this crazy? Like, is this the right thing for me? They're second guessing, even though they've made payment, they kind of go down to this, they're like excited and nervous. And then they go into this little like valley where they feel stressed. They feel like unsure, they're second guessing. So right away, we want to affirm their decision in our onboarding. We want to make sure they know that they have made a really, really great decision by investing. So that could be an email. It could be a video. It could be sending them a gift right away. We want to do something that's immediate in that first 24 hours. So we want them to know right away, hey, I'm so happy to be working with you. Like it's going to be awesome, right? So it can be as simple as just a really lovely email, right? But we want to make sure this happens immediately. As soon as they purchase, that's where they can go into that spot of, of really going, oh, I don't know if I've made the right call. That's the point where we want to be there to affirm that decision. Um, and I like to do uh, a thing we call the hype girl email, which is pretty much where we say, oh my goodness, we cannot believe that you're here. It's going to be the best thing ever. You have just made such an epic decision. I'm so happy for you. Going to be awesome. I can't wait to introduce you to everyone. It's like a cheerleader. Like we're like, oh my gosh, because also we believe that and I believe that. And so anyone who joins any of our programs, I'm like, wow, your business is about to be changed. It's going to be amazing. I'm so excited to work with you. And not only is that true, but it also helps them to know, yes, okay, I made this decision for a reason. So straight up, we want to affirm their decision. Strategy number two, we want to set expectations. So we want to set expectations early. I like to think about expectations in client relationships. Like uh, if you think of a, a bowling alley, uh, it's kind of like guardrails um, bumpers, right? We want to think about expectations in that same way. We can help them win within the confines of these guardrails of these bumpers. And that's how we're going to help them succeed. So really the way we're positioning expectations is here's how you can win. Here's how we're going to help you. Here's what we need from you. Here's how you need to show up. Here's how we're going to show up. It's going to be amazing. And as I said, all of our members in the Next Level Club, they get our template for how to do those expectations conversations early on because uh, that actually stops issues down the line where they're like, no, I never said I was going to do that. And it's like, yes, you did. <laughs> we had that conversation. And here it is. Remember this doc? It was awesome. You loved it. Um, and actually so many of our clients in our onboarding process, when they join the Next Level Club, they're like, oh my gosh, that that process, that expectations chat was glorious. Like we actually get people going, that was really a lovely chat. 
Whereas old me would have been like, I don't want to talk about expectations, but we've done it in a way that feels really good. So set expectations, set them early. Strategy number three, elevate the experience. If you can make wins easy for your client, if you can make the experience of working with you feel easy, feel elevated, feel like, oh, this is just such a lovely experience. They are far more likely to refer their friends. They're far more likely to come back and work with you again if the actual client experience is is lovely. So we really want to elevate the experience. And one way that we do that is we send out gifts um, that are really beautiful, like have all of our branded packaging, have all the things. We send out gifts like really early on when people join the Next Level Club because we want them to feel like, this hug. (laughs) We really want this experience and this, because the program's amazing, we want it to feel like, hey, this is a really um, special place and we're so happy that you're here. So we want to elevate that experience. If I think about your onboarding, it's like we put so much attention and strategy behind our marketing. We want to do the same thing when someone signs up to be a client. We don't want it to be like, hey, in the sales process, I'm all, I'm like across every email, I'm really communicative. And then as soon as you become a client, I'm like a bit lazy and I'm kind of like half in, half out because, hey, you've already paid me money. I'm on to the next thing. We really want to make sure that it feels elevated and that they feel really looked after in this process. So strategy three, elevate the experience. Strategy four, produce an assembly line. So you might be listening to this and thinking, oh man, like there's so much stuff I've got to do. I've got to affirm their decision. I've got to do this expectations chat. I've got to then somehow make it feel like it's even more than what they were paying for. How do I do this week in, week out with every new client that comes in? That is where you need to produce an assembly line. That's where you need to automate part of the process. You need to use programs that are going to allow you to streamline this process. So we're not taking the sole out of it. We're actually just building out the blueprint of how we want it to look, how our customer journey kind of works. And then we're going to automate what we can. You don't want to automate from day one. You actually want to kind of try and and really map out the process and then automate. A lot of people do this backwards and they try to optimize things before they've even, and like automate things before they've even tested them. I want you to test this process first and then automate, right? So produce an assembly line, make sure it's really clear who looks after what. Kind of almost like thinking about the client like a little box on a conveyor belt. Okay, who's handling this this part of the process? Whose job is it? Is it my job? Is it my VA's job? Is it like who's who's kind of in control of this part of the process? Make it an assembly line, make it repeatable and automate what you can. And the final strategy, strategy number five is communicate and lead. Throughout all of your client experience, it is far better to over-communicate than to under-communicate. It is far better to over-communicate than under-communicate. When people aren't responding to emails, give them a call. (laughs) I've learned this one the hard way. Like if a client starts ghosting, be proactive, get on the phone. Like really, we want to make sure that we're not just going, oh, no, well, I emailed them. It's like, no, how about you try a different method of communication? So it's really making sure that you are, you're leading the process and that 
almost you're holding this higher standard of this is how I do things. This is how I operate. And I'm going to have integrity in the way that I run my business. So communication is really, really key. With that being said, what makes this easier is having one communication channel. I don't want your clients to be emailing you files and and things over here and then texting you, then Instagram messaging you, then voice messaging you. It's too much. So we also want to go, okay, from the beginning, we want to have one communication channel. And maybe it's that you have a Slack channel with a client or a Voxer thing, or maybe you've got an Asana board that you set up for the whole project and all comms go through that. Set one channel of communication for the projects. And then if, if someone starts ghosting, pick up the phone. It's really, really important that you pick up the phone and you talk to them and you get the stuff done because time is money. And if you are waiting for them to get something to you, you are actually costing your business. So make sure that you communicate and that you lead the process. It is so, so important that you do that. And remember, it's your business you get to determine how this process goes. So yes, they're the client, but if you've set really awesome expectations, if you have made them feel a million bucks, then if there are issues where boundaries come up, boundaries get crossed or communication starts getting haywire, just you've, you've got your expectations already there. Your guardrails, your, your bumper things, whatever they're called in the bowling alley, you've got those. And so you can come back to, hey, remember how we said communication was going to happen in Slack? Let's just bring it back in here because it just means that you're not lost. We're not lost. It's awesome. So everything is like we've already positioned it. So we're just bringing people back. If they get a bit lost, if they start doing something strange, bring them back. Okay. And if they ghost, pick up the phone. (laughs) Sometimes we can hide behind our screens and we just need to pick up the phone, right? Myself included. Okay, I hope that this has been helpful for you. So strategy one, affirm their decision. Strategy two, set expectations. Strategy three, elevate the experience. Strategy four, produce an assembly line. And strategy five, communicate and lead. Now, I hope that you've downloaded that worksheet and that you've kind of been taking notes as we go. And I hope that this gives you some clarity on how to onboard your clients like a boss. I know that this is going to help you to create this really beautiful, seamless process from a lead kind of just becoming aware of you to client delivery, writing you glorious testimonials and sharing you with the whole world, right? Now, if you want to level up even further, applications are now open for the Next Level Club. If you don't know what the Next Level Club is, it is our 12-month group coaching program where I work privately with a small group of creatives who are at 5K per month minimum and who want to get to 30K months. So if that is you, all you have to do is go to laurahiggins.com forward slash next level and you can actually apply to join me in this amazing coaching community and it'll be amazing. We can help you to get to those 30K months and beyond and have more freedom, more clients, more money, more fun in your business. All right, my friend, I hope that you have a wonderful day. I hope that you found this super, super helpful. As always, if you loved it, let me know. Send me a DM on Instagram or leave me a review on Apple. I read every single one. So thank you so much for all of you who've done that already. I so appreciate it, like more than you know. Have a wonderful week and I will see you back here same time, same place next week. But in the meantime, go get them.